Oh yeah, it's time once again for the podcast you know and love. All that is all that is that is with DJ Wig and the crew. Here they are, ready to talk about everything from political-ish, movie-ish, sport-ish, and even just plain crazy-ish. Ish. Enjoy all that ish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to it's a lot to take in. I, I know it is. Uh, all right. But seriously, we need to get into this. Uh got a great show for you. Got a special guest, which is one thing I always love when we have. So it's it's it just makes for a good look. But forget good looks because I know what y'all really, really want to hear. All right, let's do it. Uh, we dang, he seems like he's always here. Shit. King Dino. Dino. X. What up? What up? What up? Greetings and salutations. Okay. He had to get them salutations in there. That's 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 always a good deal. Always a good deal. Yes, sir. Uh, this guy's here. Doctor Brooks, aka Macaroni Tony. San Antonio, what's up, Texas? And happy birthday to my mama. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to your mama. Uh, not not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. You know what? My bad. Your mama. <laughs> it's all good, man. I ain't mean it like that. But she, hey, uh, go ahead and keep them shoes over there, though. Um, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> that looks sad as it all. I'm just, I'm just playing, man. See, and just because you're making that face, Cat. He's in the building, y'all. What it do? What it do? All right. Everybody good? Everybody, everybody's outstanding. Because this next gentleman that I got to bring, I got to bring him up. I have to get, he's one of, look, most of the individuals we bring on the show are this way, but you, you got to just give everybody their flowers. You got to go ahead and, you know, read about them and introduce them in the correct manner. So without further ado, let me do it like this. Um, Dr. Thomas Taylor, the third, and then he got like all these letters behind him. So I ain't going to go into all that. <laughs> Bruh, like for a minute, I was like, LGB. Oh, okay. No, that's something else. BS, DC, CM. Hold up. Yeah, look. Hold up. Hold up. I meant to say, Doc, it was so many letters. That's all I was saying. But uh, Dr. Thomas A. Taylor III began his chiropractic career by becoming a patient and shadowing one of the most successful chiropractic offices in Nolens. And for all of those who don't know, that is New Orleans, Louisiana. See how I switched voices up there real quick. Since the first visit in that office, Dr. Taylor knew that chiropractic care was a special, unique, and life-changing experience unlike any he had seen before. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Double T, as we call him here on the show. Dr. Double T. Mm-hmm. And for our Who's listeners, yeah, cannot, cool. yes, he is well representing the Saints. For those of y'all that are in the New Orleans area, <laughs> why? Why didn't say the area like the New Orleans area? <laughs> uh, area? Yeah, take that. 
<laughs> Give him his props. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He deserves mad props, man. Get him one more time. One more time. Yeah. Oh, sheesh. All right. Let me find. Let me find my ripple. Um, Doctor Thomas, welcome, welcome, and again, welcome. Um, let, let's let's just jump on in this. Uh, so so you went there, you fell in love with the the art of chiropractic care. Like, what draws draws a person really into into that field? What what drew you? Let's be specific. Well, I appreciate your boys having me on here, man. You know, and I like how you read, you read that website bio. You know, the web, the website, yeah, that that abbreviated website bio, my boy. You know, and uh, so we gonna we gonna we gonna keep it we gonna keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? It, as y'all as y'all know, you know, I heard this was a real talk podcast, so no we could be. You know, we could be real. We could be 100% frank. You know, shit ain't yes. always rainbows and unicorns, as y'all boys know. So, uh, you know, that was, you know, I was I was on a little bit of a different path, but I was headed to med school, man. So, you know, honestly, that's kind of where it started. Uh, down in the city in New Orleans, where I was at Xavier, I was going to med school. I was already doing applications, you know, interviews, headed, headed on my way there, bro. And that's when I got connected with, uh, me and my homeboy, my cousin actually used to manage this gym down there, and I got connected with a guy that was a chiropractor. So I had a shoulder injury from ball. Went over to him, bro. He started working on my shoulder, told me it was some shit coming from my neck. I was like, man, how is my neck causing my shoulder, right? So he just kind of broke it down to me, hit me with an adjustment, changed my life at that moment, bro. Within a couple of weeks, that shoulder issue started to resolve a little bit. I was able to start you know, rehabbing it and getting it back to where it needed to be. It was something, it was the nerves in my neck that was controlling my shoulder. And I was like, damn. So, you know, that's it. That's it, bro. You know? And so I just kind of started having a little bit of a, a paradigm shift in my mind. Like, I always believed in the body's natural ability to heal itself. Yeah. And uh, without the use of drug surgery and medication, that was something that our people had already had too much of. As 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 Americans, it's too much of as 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 um, a part of our healthcare system. So I was like, man, I want to do something different. I want to help people without getting them doped up on you know more medications, pharmaceutical drugs, uh, if you will. Yeah. So I kind of changed my paradigm and start pushing me more into a way of a holistic holistic um, healthcare option. Now you mentioned and that's you mentioned uh, not to cut you off, but it's it's a thing we <laughs> do here, uh, <laughs> but. You, you mentioned you mentioned pharmaceuticals. All right, Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Could we drop names like that? Oh, we got oh we got to refrain from refrain from them names. Hell no, nah. do whatever needs to be done. I I oh I am athlete as podcast host you. Oh, so so. He... All right, so pharmaceuticals. Um. It is it is argued that America uh as a whole are Americans are, are slaves to, to the pharmaceutical companies. Um and then on the flip side of that or or more direct and more focused, it is said that black Americans are the guinea pigs of the pharmaceutical companies. What 
can you like explain well first give me your thoughts on 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 that whole view and then secondly how does that become a challenge for you to kind of push chiropractic care so i would i would only i would only re rephrase what you said is that americans are slaves to the pharmaceutical company i would say the leadership of america is slaves to the pharmaceutical companies mm. uh the leadership and the people who are in who are in power who set uh who set policy who set laws are in bed with the pharmaceutical companies a lot of people don't know and i may ruffle some feathers but i'm gonna keep it real in order for Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, to even get passed, they have to be in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. So there were deals that were made in order to get that passed through that a lot of people just don't know about. I'll put it like that without going into the details of that. And so that eventually starts to trickle itself down to the people, okay? Um, it's also part of our, our healthcare system our healthcare system is amazing when it comes to emergency-based care. Okay. Where we lead, we lead the we lead the world, right? If you come in, you have a a, a, a wound, uh, your leg is broken, it's cut off, you got stuck in a tractor or whatever the case may be, we'll lead all care when it comes to helping you with that issue. But in terms of everyday lifestyle type of things. Yeah. We're the sickest nation in the world <clears throat> because I tell people this as well. There's no money in cures, bro. Exactly. People keep talking about, well, where is, uh, where's the cure for cancer, right? Why is breast cancer still an issue? Why is colon cancer an issue? Why is this an issue? Why is diabetes still an issue? So a lot of that is lifestyle oriented stuff, bro, but there's no money in cures. So why would we want to come out with something that's going to actually cure people then that takes the need for pharmaceutical continue pharmaceutical drugs off of the table so uh i think you can you can only then look to the opioid crisis to see yeah. right well, you took something that was you took something that was a cancer drug and you started giving it to people for pain hmm. and look how that got out of hand and then we could track that down right how does that affect us Typically, that stuff falls to the people who are the most disenfranchised. Yeah. The people who have the least amount of access to proper health care and the ability to pay for proper health care. And that is people who are lower on the socioeconomic level. And unfortunately, most of the time, that ends up being us and the poor white boys in Appalachia. That's just real talk, right? And so look what happened with COVID. Same thing, right? And so one of the things that 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 upsets me the most about what happened with COVID is that a lot of COVID, any anything, is that we end up catching the blame for a lot of that stuff, fellas. Like, and I hate that because they're saying, well, it's it's a vaccine hesitancy in certain communities, in certain people who don't want to get the vaccine. Well, and this is to, to talk to specifically to your point about being guinea pigs for things, right? There's no question. There's no question that our history traces back to that, right? The father of modern OBGYN medicine, all of his experiments were done on Black African slaves without the use of 
any sort of anesthetic because he thought that black women specifically did not have the ability to feel pain. Hmm. Right. So don't think that that stuff is not still ingrained in the teachings in the theory, the theory that's based around medicine and how that, and how that's actually applied. So you got an issue with the pharmaceuticals. You got an issue with the application and the theory of medicine being practiced in the United States. And then you got the people who it affects the most, which ends up having to be the people lowest on the socioeconomic ladder, hmm. which tends to be. <clears throat> indeed, indeed. Now, yeah. uh, like, as for the second part of the question, as far as the challenges that you face, and before, I, before the, the challenges that you face uh, bringing bringing chiropractic care to minorities but before you before you answer that king dino it looked like you had something to say no um you know i'm i i mean i i have a you know with what i do as a trainer um dealing a lot with corrective exercise you know and and we we talk about this stuff all the time um you know about the, the there's no cure there's no money in the cure you know there's no money in the cure and so when we get out into the community and we talk about, you know, the 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 idea of health, the idea of wellness, you know, we 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 kind of start talking about, like you said, look, <clears throat> food is a couple of things. You know, food is fuel, food is medicine, right? Food is fuel and medicine. You know, the things, everything that we need is actually grown here on this earth. Everything we need. Uh, we were doing fine before we had all these manufactured um, drugs. And, and we've just begotten, uh, just become so dependent as a civilization and, and taught to believe we need these things, you know. And, and I can tell you as a trainer, look, chiropractors, especially like where we live, a lot of them get a bad rep, you know, because there's not there's no money in the cure. Um, if I'm aligned, if I circulate properly, if my neuromuscular connection is good, if I eat well, all of these things tie into wellness, right? Wellness ties into happiness. Um, there's no money in that, you know? So like, uh, you know, being a Cairo, you know, I, 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 you know, one, I applaud you for doing it because there's, there's not a lot of people that look like us who do this or even believe in it. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard it over and over again that Cairo's, you know, are hack jobs because you know what? Some are good with, Hey, I'm just going to adjust you. You know, we're talking now pain management as opposed to healing. You know, I'm lucky enough to have a Cairo who who dives in completely as, as you know, hey, this is how you need to eat. Here's the corrective exercise you need to do. I can adjust you. But if you don't do these other things, then you're going to have to keep coming back to me over and over and over again. It's either are, do we want to heal you or do we want to manage your pain? Which one do you want? And now are you willing to do the work to do it? And there's a lot of people who who speak up against it because that's taking away from them. PTs in particular um, that I deal with, you know, like I said, I'm a corrective exercise guy. So I'm standing there having to convince people, hey, look, you know what? I know they're telling you this, but you got to try this. You know, you, you have to give this a shot. You're going to PT. You're doing all these things. As soon as you leave there, there's no post-PT strength and conditioning or nutrition involved. You're going to end, right, end up right back there. So to get people to understand what actually the fix looks like as opposed to managing the pain I know for me, that has always been my my biggest battle, you know. So 
you know, I mean, it, it's tough, man. It, it's hard. I mean, you, 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 I can preach it till I'm blue in the face, but you know what? It, some people listen, some people won't. I'm, I'm just convinced I'll try to, but you can't save everybody. I jump in for a quick second. So, Doctor, I just want to touch on what um, I was going to let you finish, but I need to. Um, no, go ahead. I want to touch on what Dino said about how people are um, skeptical of uh, your profession. Like, how do you address that and get your clientele? Like, allay those fears. Well, the reason. <laughs> The reason the reason chiropractors get a bad get a bad rap and and part of the the hesitancy toward chiropractors, bro, is, is it goes back to the early it goes back to the early uh, beginnings of the of the profession. I won't bore y'all to death with all of that, man. But it really boils down to control. Before you go to your physical therapist, how do you get into your physical therapist's office? You need a what? A referral. Referral. Right. You got to get a referral. The medical doctor controls the physical therapist. The medical doctor has to send a referral for you to go to the physical therapist and they tell the physical therapist what they want you to do. I want you to do two months at two times a week of strengthening and mobility and range of motion of the shoulder girdle. Okay. Chiropractors are primary care physicians. We are primary doctors. We don't need referrals from medical doctors. They cannot control us and they cannot control our profession. So oftentimes they see us as a threat simply because they can't control us. Number one, they have no, they have no say over what happens in our office. We come up with our own treatment plans. We, we use diagnostic imaging. Physical therapists don't do diagnostic imaging. Right. All of those things we are capable of handling on our own as a primary care physician in most states, in every state. I think there may only be a few that don't recognize us as primary care physicians. So that is part of that control thing. The hesitancy comes from the lack of education. That's really that's really what it is. If you understood what we did and the approach that we were taking to it, then everybody would want to do it. If you really understood what we did, it's the same thing with medical doctors. You can argue, we can have a conversation about the science all day. There's no question about it. We have evidence-based uh, our treatment outcomes too, right? And that's, that's a, another common phrase you hear in the healthcare community is evidence-based, right? You go to the medical doctor, he gives you something, you leave out there with a little pamphlet, or they give you a little paper, discharge paper that tells you about whatever injury it was that you had, right? So think about that as being like evidence-based, evidence-based medicine. We treat you based on this evidence which should give us this outcome. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with chiropractic. We just don't use drugs and surgery and radiation, man. You know what I'm saying? So we can give you all the knowledge that you want. Like my man said, you know, I can, I can preach to you till I'm blue in the face but we're not giving you drugs, right? People trust right. in drugs, which is, is completely ironic to me, mm -hmm. which we've been able to treat ourselves and, 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 and help ourselves heal uh, from our grandparents giving us salves and mm. telling us to eat this or, you know, use this combination of this thing, right? Like the farmer's, farmer's almanac has that stuff in there, right? But we just got away from that. Yeah. yeah, well, it's conditioning. <coughs> you know, it's, it's it's conditioning when it comes down to it. Yeah, it is. You know, it, is that exactly? You've got years and years of years of being told this is the way and the only way to achieve right. this level of health. 
Now, here's my question to you, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, chiropractors, you know, you guys run in a smaller circle. Um, how do you deal with, because, like, we have a couple chiropractors here in Charleston. I will not say their names, but, mm -hmm. but it, it seems like they have bought into the idea of having people keep coming back to them as opposed to healing them. How do you deal with that? And is that, or is that something that you see on a regular and you have to deal with? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, health, first of all, health and healing comes from within. It comes from above, down, inside out, and not from outside in. So yeah. let's let's just kind of get that get that thought process on on point. Uh, most of the time that most of the time people come to me, most of the time by by the time let me rephrase that by the time somebody comes to me, they've probably tried about two or three different options before they came. They went to their primary care. They went to the emergency room. They tried physical therapy, right? I know a lot of y'all boys are vets, right? You go to the VA, right? And you get whatever it is that they do at the VA, right? Which is obviously not designed to get you healthy and on, on the right path, right? So at that point, we're, we're dealing with acute pain. You can't, you can't begin to start talking about healing and correction when you're dealing with acute pain. Because we have to get past the inflammatory stages of pain care, like right off the bat, right? So you can't even, and, and, and to be honest, that's why when you go to the emergency room, they'll give you a shot of tramadol or they'll give you an anti-inflammatory or a steroid, right? Because they're trying to get the inflammation and swelling down. That has to happen before you can break the pain cycle. And before you break the pain cycle, and after you break the pain cycle, then you can start talking about healing. Right. So that is where most people end up. And then we start moving them to a direction and, and not, not also to, to mention that people who are coming in already have been a part of the medical model. They're on this amount of drugs that are doing this, that are altering their body's physical uh, chemistry. They, or they may not be taking their medication, right? They may be a diabetic or have some other sort of condition that we also have to keep an eye on too, by the way, as a primary care physician. So we're monitoring all of that stuff. So to be honest with you, man, it takes us a long time till we get to the part where we can start talking about healing and right. restoration. It's really about getting people stable. Now, when you start talking about healing and restoration, now you're really speaking the language of a chiropractor because that's what we're here to do. Reset the nervous system, realign man the physical with man the spiritual, allow the body to communicate and, and take care of its own self effectively without the use of drug surgery and medication by removing the interference that causes that to happen. And so that is what we are all about. In terms of this whole idea of coming for the rest of your life, I put it to you like this. Do you brush your teeth every day? Right? Wash your ass. So do you, do you brush your teeth every day or twice a day? When you want your, um, when you want your, when you, the, the dentist says, I need to see you in six months for a follow-up checkup, you go to that appointment, right? Nobody asks him questions about whether or not he's at, he's trying to get you well, or he's focusing on your health. And I, I don't want to feel like I'm coming at you like that, but this is what I tell people, bro. You're a trainer. And so, you know, if you, if you ate cookies and shit all day, and had a poor diet and didn't feed your body the fuel necessary that it needed, but they show up to your training session and they say, well, man, I'm not getting right. no results. Right. Right. <laughs> You're going to say, my, my man, I can only do so much when I got you here for an hour. 
I've set out some treat. I set out a, a protocol for you. I set out a program for you. And you do that when you hear it, but when you go home and on, when you leave here, you right. ask Subway, you know? Yeah. And, and you're doing these other things that are counterintuitive toward your health, healing, and restoration. So right. it's, a, it's a whole combination of all of those things that we're working with. You don't have to do anything for the rest of your life, but your spine yeah. moves in three different places. Well, well, so we, we got to make I, sure we address that. Yeah, I guess I should, I should be very clear when I say that. Whereas the the pain management portion of correction is the only thing that people are going for. So I guess I don't mean that as, as far as like, look, I, I understand through constant movement, you know, constant pressures, trauma on be it joints, muscles, um, you know, ligaments, you know, there's, there's a need to make sure that the alignment's good to create that, that communications uh, piece between, you know, that neuromuscular communication. So I, I get that. I guess what I mean to say is there's some like here we're having an issue right now with with those who aren't necessarily preaching, you know, hey, let's look at what it takes to get well as as opposed to, hey, we're looking at the pain management portion. I correct you. Get out of here. And that's it, um, because they're working with volume, volume, volume. And it's, it's, <coughs> you might be in there for 20 minutes. They correct you. You're out. You know, I know my chiropractor, I'm typically in there for about two hours, you know, so now we're not only going through the correction, the decompression, but we're also working the corrective exercise to now start strengthening the area. So I don't have to keep going through that particular part anymore where I'm having the, or I had chronic pain. So now it now allowing my body to heal. So I guess I guess I should have made been a little bit more clear saying that. But yeah, um, that's what I'm wondering. How do you deal with that? So <clears throat> you you got you got a few different schools. You got a, a few different schools of thought on it, right? Um, I'm not. I don't. My my approach specifically is correction, detection, and removal of subluxation. Right, nerve pressure. Uh, that that that's just what we do. Um, in in terms of rehab, we're not necessarily a rehab based office, right? Gotcha. And the gotcha. Re and there's a reason, and there's a reason for that, right? It's because I feel like there are people that do that better, right? I could I could hire somebody to do rehab and bill your insurance company and pretend like we're doing all this stuff for you, and we put you on e-stem. And we have you ride a bike or lay down and do some stretches and be like, ta-da, here we go, right? But then the other part to that, too, is in terms of managing care and managing health and healing and wellness, I want to see what your body is responding to. If I'm making an adjustment and then we're doing 10 other things on that same appointment, which one of those things is your body responding to? Right. So we, 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 we scale back on the rehab to identify and make the corrections, freeing your nervous system and allowing you to function completely uninhibited. And then at that point, we say, well, now we need to move toward maybe this for this person. Everybody's different. And so maybe we need to move there. And then that's the power of referrals and coordination of care, <clears throat> which is huge and which is also not necessarily happening a lot in healthcare either because people feel like they'll lose patients. 
So right. if I get a person to a point where they're saying, Doc, you know, I feel amazing. My back doesn't hurt anymore. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm ready to start, you know, getting back in and working out and, 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 and getting back to where I need to be. Great. 100% on board with you. Glad we were able to get you there. I'm going to refer you to my man right here who's a trainer who will be able to help take you through those next steps Bam. of getting your life back on track where you need to be. And as gotcha. you're doing that, make sure you keep your adjustment, you know, make sure you keep your visit to get your adjustment, get your correction. And then I'll pass some business on to my man here who can help get you better in that, in that phase of life. Gotcha. And I do the same thing with mm. other, with other therapists. So I don't need to capitalize on everything in my office. Right. I can spread that wealth around to you and other brothers and sisters who are doing that yeah. same thing. Through referral. Yeah. Well, come on down to Charleston, bro. We need more of those. I'm in Charleston, bro. I'm in Somerville, man. Yeah, he right next yeah. to the barbershop, man. Okay, okay, man. I thought you said New Orleans there, Aries. No, <laughs> no I'm not in New Orleans. And I know, I talked to you one time, I yeah, think, as a matter of fact. You were coming, coming downstairs, and we were supposed to connect. Oh, say less. Say less. I'm looking, I'm looking less. at this dude like he looks awfully familiar. <laughs> okay, okay. I, yeah, man. I think your battery must so, be so, running down. So, so do you know? Uh, uh we'll we'll talk about it offline, man. Oh yeah, we'll oh yeah. Do that network thing, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm definitely glad to hear that, man. Because, like I said, with with what I do, you know, you you get those you get those questions. You do have skeptical people, and like I tell them, look. One, you got to find the right, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if it's a trainer. I don't care if it's a primary care physician, you know, Cairo. <coughs> you have to find the one that communicates with you to where you can understand and you can truly get the results. And if you don't understand, you got to be able to ask that question and, and, and have it answered to where you can understand what's going on. Because there's a lot of fear out there. You know, there's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear because people aren't necessarily in the financial positions to just keep coming in, you know, seeing somebody. I mean, it's yeah. it's unfortunate, but that that is the realities that we deal with. And that includes us as trainers. You know, but I like I tell everybody, look, I don't want you to need me in six months. If you're here, it's going to be because you want to be here. I'm going to teach you the things that you need to know so you can go and do your thing. Um, and if you got to refer back. All right. That's a phone call. Um I ain't trying to keep people. I need to move them on so I can help somebody else get to where they need to be. So, speaking of, uh, well, I tell you, I, that, go I ahead. tell you what, my my bad, man. I'm gonna let go you ahead. run this down. But you need to move on to the next topic. I don't count people pockets, brother. That's one thing I don't. That's one thing I don't do. And it's all about value, yeah. value, value, value. Creating value in what you do and what you have, because people will pay for what they value. That's it's right. not necessarily about they, you know, they don't have the means or whatever. People will find the means to pay for something that they value and yep. something that is, is good and genuine for them. So that's that's all I wanted to add to that. Yeah, yeah. No, man, I, I love hearing that. That's uh that's refreshing. You don't really hear it often. You know, I think in the medical world where people, especially like, you know, I mean, look, people want to make money, you know, but but not not making that the primary when we're talking about healing. That's always got to be in the forefront, helping people, you know. So, all right, I, I could talk about that for days, man. <laughs> yes, y'all got a lot to talk about, y'all too, man. Y'all better get on it too, man. Better make that happen. Uh, but uh, we heard how you know you you got hurt, and then this chiropractor helped you from getting beat all the time, and we heard about the how. It be no, I'm joking. That ain't how it happened at all. Boy, 
Well, well you're extra stupid. <laughs> no, nah, we heard we heard all of that. We you, you gave us some great insight on on some, on on a lot of medical and 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 wellness type things. Not you know, so it it was. I I know you're a busy man, is what I'm getting to. And uh, <laughs> I I will offer this: if you would like to stay, you know, and 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 chop it up about all this other stuff that we have planned. I, I got a few. I got a few minutes. By you know, by all means, because I know you said it. I'm looking at the clock. No, I appreciate that. Right, I, got, cool. I got a few minutes. All right. So, Doc, uh, what would we be one thing that you would be like, hey, I want everybody to remember this. If you, understand, if you remember nothing else from this interview on all that ish, please remember this ish. What would that be? Ooh, um, that's a good one. <clears throat> That's a lot. I, I don't I don't know if I would say it specifically about chiropractic, man, but listen listen to your body, man. You know, your your body is an amazing, well constructed organism. It's not a machine. A lot of people like to reference the body as a machine. Uh your your body is more of an organism, right? It is move it is living, it is striving, it is evolving, it is changing. But listen to it, okay? And that's probably one of the biggest things that we have as an obstacle to getting the care and help that we need, especially as men, especially as men. We tend to get in the mindset of, I'm going to just push through it. Uh, Pain is weakness, or I'm going to just deal with it, or I'll deal with it later, or whatever the case may be. I don't want to complain. I don't want people to know I'm hurting. Those days are over, bro. Those days are over, right? There are too many different things that we can avoid um, by early detection, being on top of your game, staying and monitoring and identifying what's happening with your body. So that will probably be my biggest takeaway. Listen to your body and respond to it. Respond to it. Dr. Speed, get out of here. If uh, one of our listeners happens to be in South Carolina or lives there, where can they find you? Like, what's your um, social media stuff? Oh, for sure. So um, you could you could find me at um, at Alignment on Facebook at at Alignment C Chiropractic. Uh, I'm on uh, I'm on Insta at Alignment Cairo. Twitter at Alignment Cairo. Um, I'm on the TikTok. <laughs> the TikTok of the it TikTok. all. <laughs> TikTok. I'm still trying to work that out, bro. I'm still trying to work all that out. You know, I got some good ideas for some videos, bro. But when it comes to sitting there and editing that joint, bro, I just lose all interest and then it just goes away. And uh, I'm on there, I think, at Cairo Soul Brother or something like that. uh, yeah (laughs) but that's where you can find me bro and the website oh the website is uh it's long bro it's chiropractor somerville sc.com or you could go to chiroville chiroville sc.com will take you to take you to yeah we gotta see them post we need we need them dr double t posts man yeah i might have to make one of them i'm gonna make a shirt with that gentleman you know what i'm saying 
Come oh, through. Hey, y'all see these? Look, y'all see these ATI joints? Ah, they ain't ready for these. These the new joints. Anyway, uh, that that reminds me to shout out the uh the website. If you if you love the podcast and you want to support it, uh, and support our, our college uh, scholarship fund, you might want to check out the uh the GoFundMe to get that information about that. What you want to do is go over to uh, allthatish.com, get yourself some merch. Yeah, allthatish.com. That's all you got to do. Um, Doc, like I said, you are welcome to stay, or you can leave us like Dino going to leave us. But either way, you know what I mean? We got a whole bunch of shit to talk about, and uh, we're going to talk about it. And, Dude, I'm uh, on Doc's gram, man. That's serious right there, bro. Oh, you're on the gram? Look, he, he, love, nah, look, he love the kids. Hey, hey, man, people don't love the kids. Kids, pregnant women, people just don't understand how how important it is to start attacking this while they're young. Mm. I mean, like I said, I could could talk about this for days, dude. (laughs) We got to get you out of that that New Orleans gear, though. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, all good. Brothers, I got the role, man. I appreciate it. Doc. Yeah, let's let's do that, man. I'm gonna message you probably tomorrow. Connect with the show. Let's, let's let's talk, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. I appreciate you coming on. What's mm, mm, mm. up? Man. Oh, hey, Aries, you know, Aries, I appreciate you for skipping out on us this, this morning. Uh, hey, I'm about to go. Oh, take, you had to put to that take, out there. You had to put that yeah, out I'm about there. To go take an, I'm about to go take an ice bath right now. And 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 you, man. Wow. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, Sounds like I missed a good one there. I missed the Goodman. Oh, oh, check this out, y'all. CB, I'm sorry. I got to say, I know. Look at him. CB is in the house, y'all. My name is Clarence. That's my daddy name and his daddy name. And it's been in the family for a long time. Look, all I want to know is what snacks you banging tonight. Look at him. Leave that man alone. He don't have shades on. It ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. If he got them Hancock shades on, bro. It's a, he, yo, he living the high life. Yo, holla at you, boy. We gotta go. Uh, we gotta go to work tomorrow, man. Be- I know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. We had to go to work. Last we shown up there. No, That's- no, it was a three day. Oh, okay. Nope. Oh, no. oh, okay. Hey, hey, you know, we, don't, we, don't, we don't. We don't remember those days. <laughs> yo, it was uh, a three day. King Dino, I know you gotta get I out of here, man. Peace and love, to y'all, man. All right, man. And it looked like, hey, it looked like Dr. Uh, Double T staying with us. Oh, right on. Okay. All right, folks, hey. I got the roll. Peace and love. Peace. Peace, love, and soul. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> Welcome to the show, big dog. CB is in the building. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Man, we, you know what we about to do? We about to, uh, <laughs> about to do this move right here on them. Just a quickie. Got five minutes to get five right with you. Minutes. Oh, suck it, suck it now. Take a topic. You got five minutes to talk about it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Time for quickies. We're going to get this thing started off. You got a little topic. You get to drop it, and then you have a max of five minutes to talk about it. If you want to get out of it, go ahead and get out of it. <laughs> Everybody know the rules. You know what it is. Let's do this thing. First up is what is this one? What's the first thing? Where my phone at? This would be the four Americans that actually got mentioned by the U.S. government. Is that the number? Is that the number one topic? We talking about? That's the first thing. 
Um, just off the top of my head. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I was like, oh, okay. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I honestly don't remember. Well, since I've opened that Pandora's box, why don't you put this on the clock, good sir? All right, well, let's go with it. <laughs> oh, it's my yeah. turn. Okay. Oh, you gonna talk face. about you gonna talk about the thing, or you want me to play the audio? Play the audio, please. Play the audio, no doubt. I I got you. We doing the Mexico thing. See. In South Carolina overnight, an emotional vigil near the victim's hometown. Family members of one survivor, Latavia Washington McGee, expect the mother of six back home soon after a trip to Mexico turned into a nightmare. Her mother Barbara telling CNN her devastated daughter watched her longtime friends die. I hope they um, get all of them and, and put them all in jail. In Matamoros on Wednesday, a swarm of Mexican military converging not far from where armed gunmen kidnapped the four Americans. This has new video unveiled a startling twist. Mexico, here we come. Video live streamed on Facebook before the kidnapping appears to show not four, but five people inside the van. A law enforcement source telling NBC another woman also made the trip, but did not cross the border with the others because she did not have proper documentation. Cheryl Orange spoke to the Associated Press, saying that she stayed behind at a motel and they were supposed to return 15 minutes after dropping off Latavia Washington McGee for the cosmetic procedure in Mexico. But she grew worried as time went on and spoke to authorities after not hearing from them. The four who did cross? New images from Mexican authorities show the gunmen trailing their white minivan minutes before they opened fire. Additional images appear to show travel documents, luggage, debit cards, and cash that investigators found inside the vehicle. In the aftermath of the attack, Mexican authorities scrambled to several different hospitals for days, trying to track down victims, before finally locating all four inside this wooden shack. After speaking with one victim's family, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham promising, We're going to unleash the fury and might of the United States against these cartels mm. i don't know i don't know you got a little bit of time left I, you said play the video that took a big chunk of your time but go ahead well i just want to say this the story got really really deep because apparently the cartel members thought that they were allegedly haitian migrants so that they tracked down i think they'll put that in the chat and also i read some of the cartel didn't want no smoke with the states too because they turned in the motherfuckers that um, yeah. to the Mexican government saying that uh, these motherfuckers are here. <laughs> I did we had nothing to do with it. They disallowed it. Yeah. Now, I don't know how true that is or if they were just like, mm. all right, you're going to be the fall guy for this one because we can't fuck with the United States on this. And shout out to your senator, Lindsey Graham. Don't do that, man. You getting it, No. It's not going to help you, Lindsey. <laughs> They are not unleashing like the full might. They're not unleashing the they full might over some BBL. They're not oh, They are not unleashing the full might of nothing over a BBL. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what it, was the procedure? Um, Anybody ever find that out? No, uh, you know what it is. <laughs> I got my own theory on that. <sighs> I think the girl was getting to be... This is just what I think. The I'm girl was getting a BBL. I think the dudes no, out there was going... Get a little drug hit. Mm. What's uh, a BBL? I think they thought they was gonna come up on some. <laughs> some, some uh, yeah. I think they thought they was gonna come up on some dope. It was cheap. 
No, no, up here. What's a BBL? Oh, you a butt lift. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were okay, joking, okay. man. I, I ain't, I ain't, look, I ain't up on this crap, man. I'm <laughs> double nickels, man. I ain't got time for that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have a BBL. <laughs> That's right. I got oh. a natural. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got to do this now because you, you just made me do this. <laughs> Four out of five members of all that ish know what a BBL is. Thank you. And I damn don't know it. That, that, hey, 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 I I do it. I say nigga. Right. I'm gonna give you back one fourth for your card, and I'm gonna take my card and I'm gonna cut it. Cause you still ain't watched the wire. I know you. I know you. You still ain't watched the wire. And last week you off. You lost your card. Why are y'all holding the wire over me though? <laughs> we, the white delegation, are very proud to announce our pick this year. This year. This year. This year. Doctor Brooks, aka Macaroni Tony. <laughs> Yeah, y'all are not holding the wire over me. Yo, well, I told you I was so, you. so a couple of things before we wrap up the times. DBL, we learned what that is. <laughs> oh, right. Dr. Brooks is not seen the wire yet. <laughs> Black people stay out of Mexico. Get the medical procedures. Yeah. Oh, man. Go to, uh, I think they went down. Go to Dr. House. Alright, that's the first topic. First topic is gone. First to- topic is gone. We out of there. Um, the second joint was Chris Rock, baby. Chris Rock. What you know about it? You know what I mean? Chris Rock's little special that he has on Netflix. It uh, there was a live showing of it. You know, they didn't just release it. They had the whole live thing. Had a pre-show. It had an after show. Had an after party. Had an after party to the after party. The thing was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, I didn't realize how calculated um, this whole thing was until somebody pointed out that he was in Jada's hometown. I said, dang, I didn't even put that together. Like, this man had, he was thinking about this thing for a minute. He was like, I'm going to put it on his ass in such a way, it's going to be, boy. Let me say this. It was just as calculated as that fake-ass slap. That slap was fake. I don't care what anybody says. You think? Look at it. Man. This man's I'm career Philly. imploded. Uh, like his No, 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 no. He did I'm one Philly. he did one movie. I'm from Philly. We don't walk up to people and slap people. <laughs> All right. If you're from Philly, we walk up to people and slide them. Okay. That's that's a phrase in Philly. I'm gonna slide you. That means you gonna get a right across the lips. Well, if you're left handed. You gonna get the left, <laughs> okay? But look, look how he leans back. Look how his hands stay behind his face, and then look when they stop it. There's no mark on his face. That was an orchestrated, orchestrated piece of mumbo jumbo, man. Wait, wait, wait. Because you're Hold talking on. about people who get paid <laughs> to act. Hey, did you hear the clarifier he put on that mug? He said mumbo jumbo. <laughs> 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 
Doctor Brooks. He said, he said mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Yeah, mumbo yes. jumbo. I didn't see the special myself because I have a feeling that you and I have heard these jokes before. Am I right? Yeah, Jerry I was, didn't see yeah. it because it was it was too black. I don't watch anything too black. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I just gotta point this wire. out. I don't watch <laughs> Power. I don't want the Chris Rock special. Wait, wait. I come back for your black top for this one, though, because I see you at the Chris Rock Nation show. Hey, look at Taylor face, man. Look at Taylor face. He don't even drink Kool-Aid no more. If it didn't involve salmon, I'm not watching. Oh, gosh. We, the white delegation, are very proud to announce our this year, this year, this year. Doctor Brooks, aka Macaroni Tony. Shit, got you again. When you first heard those jokes, what was your first reaction when you heard them like those months ago? Because I think it's the same shit. I did. It was dry. It wasn't funny. It was bitter. Right. I think Chris Rock window passed. Like his funny window passed. I don't Maybe know. He was funny back in the 90s. He ain't that funny no more. You know what's wild? Well, the fact that y'all tried to slide in that flex real quick. Like, yeah, remember when we saw him back in, yeah, in Seattle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was dry. It was really dry. Fuck hey, well, my point is, well, I'm going to watch something live that I saw already. Like, he was practicing them jokes. And apparently they still didn't hit. So Yeah, they just didn't hit. They didn't hit. Well, so. back in the day, I will tell you, Everybody know what Tasha salad means because of Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, he puts he preferred syrup. I I just think it's a little odd that that's what you you led with. That's what you finished off the whole whole conversation with. It was salad tossing. Hey, bro, Chris, I I said this before we leave, bro. Chris Rock lost me, like you said. I think he passed his time. He lost me with that. There's a difference between black people and niggas. Whole deal that he brought up. He lost me right there. Real deal. Expound on that. Well, first, first of all, we shouldn't be using that in any way, shape, or form to identify who we are. First of all, second of all, Chris Rock audience is probably more white than it is black, and yeah. so all he did was give them ammunition to say, "Oh, you're not one of them, right?" What does that mean? Well, you know, it was what Chris Rock said, mm. right? He just gave them more ammunition to use that shit against us. So I, I don't, I don't fuck with Chris Rock, and I haven't since then. So this shit was lame. And with the Smiths won't either. <laughs> okay. Seems like some of the audience agrees with you. Did. I mean, but he's not very good in movies. It's, I'm not clamoring to see Chris Rock. I didn't know he had a special. I didn't care that he had a special. I'm not shitting on the dude. I'm glad he get, get it out. Talk to your shit. Tell him, hey, he slapped me. I don't like that. Or, you know, t- talk to your shit. But <laughs> basically, I don't. I don't like that. Why'd you? Have I don't to, like. Why'd you, why'd you have to say it like that? Hey, CB, get your boy, man. <laughs> Topics to get into. I think was that the last quickie? I think it might have been. 
Oh no, there is one more. The Chinese model chick. Yo, this yeah, thing buddy. is this thing is crazy. What time? Oh, yep. Let's go ahead and get in on that. Um, so this chick, they suspecting now. They suspecting it's uh her her at least her is her in laws maybe, cause uh it's it's kind of wicked how they how they did this thing. But uh, she was missing since like Friday. I mean, no, she was missing since like the end of February, like the twenty something. It was the twenty something. Then police found her dismembered remains in a refrigerator, or at least part of the remains they found up in that mug. It was in a house rented by her ex-husband's family. So not the ex-husband, but the ex-husband's family. Police, uh, they continued searching and searching and searching for missing body parts. So it's more out there. So the ch- this is crazy. So it was his mom and daddy, not him. Well, we don't know. His mother, Jenny Jenny Lee, faces um, one court of perverting, one count of perverting the course of justice. So they scooped up, they scooped up mama. So I mean, shit, <laughs> it might, it might have been, it, it might have been his mama. So right now, this dude is charged. He got some. I mean, this dude, dad or him or husband, the, or ex-husband. the ex-husband. So the ex-husband, because we're talking about what's her name, Cho. That's the well, yeah. Let's name. give her respect. Some respect. What was yeah. her name? Her name Except is. Well, it's still her name. Okay. You know well. what I mean? Let's just. I mean, we'll be real about it, about it in that sense. Uh, Abby Choi, yep, Hong Kong model Abby Choi, who disappeared on February twenty first. So it was still a whole week left, and. Uh, Black History Month, but right now, uh, they got the dude. Well, you heard they got the mom, they scooped her up. Um, but this guy, Kwong Kwong K, or something like that, I shouldn't do that. Child's ex husband, Alex Kwong, uh, and his father, Kwong K, got they got done up, so they scooped them up, and then they also got his. You sound funny as hell reading all these names right now. Man, go on about his business. <laughs> they got him, the dad, the brother, Anthony Kwong, and they're all those. They're charged with the murder. They scooped. What was the motive? Did they? List they the even, yo, they ain't got all of that yet. All four have been placed on, in custody without bail, so they got all of them without bail. News reports say another woman has been arrested as well, but they ain't charged her with nothing yet, right? So if you don't know the Abby Cho was a model and an influencer. She had a bunch of followers, like a hundred thousand on Instagram alone and all her other platforms. There's more to it. So police are saying that Cho and her ex husband's family had financial disputes. So mm-hmm. he got the ex husband and her have two children. Her current husband got two they got two children. Right? So this this lady had four kids. Uh, the ex-husband's family was getting into it with her about the stuff, and something could have popped off. It's always money. That's what they. That's what they suggested. <laughs> they suggesting it. I don't know what y'all think about this here. 
sounds like a clear well not i don't know like you said we don't know all the particulars about it but it just sounds like sadly money came to play you know i'm cutting y'all off perhaps you know because i got my new family over here they ain't trying to hear all that i don't know I, and let me say this i think no i'm not gonna say i think i'm gonna say who's to say it wasn't her current husband doesn't he have the most to gain financially insurance and this that and the third boom if they had he any, already if, has the bag though he already has the bag though because he's married to her yo but he didn't more what if she was about to leave him mm. you see what i'm saying and he knew this dude they got all these issues already the ex-husband and they got all them issues i'll set him up right quick they'll just know it was his ass bam. i just think at some point soon bam somebody's gonna be doing karate <laughs> What? Why are y'all cla- don't clap for that? Sometimes be some karate being done to someone. Okay. That's all I know. All right. All right. How much time left? Oh, you know that one is done. The thing I didn't even bring it back up. I didn't even bring it back up to say the thing because it. Yeah, that's done. So with that, that's gonna do it for our quickies. I just like that song. This shit. It's like you gotta do some kind of pimp move to that thing. Put your neck, put your neck in a yacht. Yeah, baby. Alright, quickies, quickies, quickies. Those quickies were not sponsored by anyone yet. It's still an opening though. So if you want to sit there and get some ad space, you already know what to do. Hit us up 757-504-08. Two nine, which subsequently is the same number that you would call if you just want to say y'all ain't shit. This needs to stop. You can you can dial that same number, or if you want to just say, "Hey, I'm loving what y'all doing." Guess what? Dial seven five seven five zero four zero eight two nine. Yeah, anything you need, just dial that number. You need loans? They giving them out for free. Just dial that number. Real talk. Cat, you look at me like. Damn, you gonna, everybody going to be having that number for a good time called 757. Okay. You know? <laughs> Golly. But yeah, y'all get the picture, man. Um, I, or if you want to drop a voicemail. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think somebody calling now. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's crazy. Um, this is This is interesting. Okay, of course, this man has been in the news like when when they say infamous, they can actually say the infamous yay, yay, and one more yay. He been all up in the in the joint. People like, hey, he had a mental meltdown, whatever, whatever. His little Kardashian skipped out on him and has their kids, and one in particular, uh, his daughter. He does not like her being on TikTok. It's a big issue with her being on TikTok, mainly because of the stuff that makes up the majority of what is up there. Either hardcore buffoonery or cheeks. And by cheeks, I ain't talking about the one on your face. I'm talking about them two that are on the lower part of your back, which Dr. Thomas would love to... No, let me stop. <laughs> uh, he, he would love to let get a hold Let me get to the yams. <laughs> we yams. 
So me the way. <laughs> Indeed, bro. Um, but but yeah, all them cheeks up there, and that's that's what get the views, right? And so you have people of younger and younger ages going up there and wilding out. He doesn't want his child to be one of them. And the question I was like is, can you blame him? And is this a a, a part where we get the the clarity that was the old Kanye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go right ahead, bro. I am, I am one hundred percent on board with Kanye on on that, bro. I I I do not blame him for wanting his daughter, not wanting his daughter on TikTok. Um. You know, Kanye is that dude. You know, he'll say 10 dumbass things and then say one or have like one really good point. Don't you worry right? about it, bitch. I and, know somebody. And that, like one, and that one point will be very profound. And I think this is one of those points that's very profound. One of the clear. He's trying yeah, to yeah. protect, he is trying to protect his daughter. He is trying to protect his kids hmm. from growing up. They're going to be in the limelight no matter what, but he's trying to protect them in a way from shit getting out of hand. He's trying to protect them from maybe something like what happened to this celebrity, the, the you know, the, the Asian lady, mm. right? That we talk, as, and he also knows that his wife will do anything for the bag, mm. anything, anybody, anything. She will pimp her daughter out for the sake of the bag. And I think he also brought to light that whole Balenciaga situation. And that's funny how that all went away, right? With the, the child um, pedophilia type of vibes that was coming through on some of their ad stuff. And they sponsor Kim Kardashian, or she's a spokesman for them and everything else. So this man is looking at this saying, I don't want my daughter to be a part of this, and I can't blame him. But the problem comes in all the other dumb shit that he said. He put himself in a situation where nobody's hearing him. And then he wants to get on TV. I'm trying to protect my kids and y'all this, that, and the other. Boom, boom, boom. But wait a minute, man. We still on the dumb shit you said five minutes ago. And now you coming back to want to protect your kids. So we got to be careful about what we say and how we go about operating, bro, because nobody's going to want to hear you when you get too deep into the nigger tree and you know, nobody wants to hear that. Cried wolf too many times. Yeah, uh, you know, or cried something. You I, don't know. A, I don't know if it was wolf. Cried wolf, cried pro, whatever. Go ahead, CB. You, you, you make a real good point. Um, and especially when you talk about all the other things that he's done to make this one thing you know that 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 may negate this one thing, but I, I I got a thing that I was thinking about when I'm hearing this. You know, Kanye is a person who just blasts stuff out. Doesn't really care how it comes back. He just blasts it out. Um, and I am I'm talking to all fathers. Um, not all the family rules are blared out for everybody to know. Meaning, okay this rule in the house you don't have this particular type of social media i'm not putting that on social media i'm not announcing that because that's the rules within my house what i think is if he wants to be genuine about what he's doing in his house with his kids 
be genuine, it's just a house rule. Okay? Because by virtue of him announcing it to the world, he's asking for feedback. He's trying to justify it. Right? If the rule is in my house, you don't get this, you don't get on this social media platform. You don't get on this. I remember my, my daughter, my oldest, uh, first got a Facebook account. When Facebook first came out, the rule was if she got a friend, I got a friend. (laughs) 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 So, but didn't nobody know that. But if that friend refused my friend request, she couldn't have that friend, Mm. you know. But that you know, I, it, it wasn't a rule to blast out there. Everybody'd be bragging about. I mean, yeah. I'm telling it years later, but you know, um, it just seems like he's still on this thing, you know, where he's trying to get gain popularity or attention behind saying he doesn't want his daughter to have. If I'm, you didn't want it, you're a father. She just won't have it. I'm glad. You know what? But I'm glad. I'm so glad that you you said that 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 was a house rule, because this man no longer lives in the house. <laughs> when when he when he wanted out, you know what I mean, or whoever wanted out, he was stripped of all his duties, being the head of a household, uh, taking being able to nurture, raise his kids, and nurture them in a way a dude might nurture them. You understand what I'm saying? He all that was stripped from this dude, right? So now exactly. he needs everybody in the world's help to uh-huh. make one of his rules stick. Then you ain't a father. Well, in this particular situation, he's not. None of the rules that he had mean anything now. They've all been yeah. made void. So now he's yeah. trying to get all of us on his side to be able to make make his point to this woman. He's try, he trying to shame his wife into doing what he wants. I'm not seeing it like that. I'm not you seeing know? it like that. I'm seeing it as though I've tried everything. I'm talking to this woman. I'm talking to her new little boo. Like, look, please keep my daughter off that shit, right? They doing it anyway. So now he like, what am I supposed to do? Somebody help me. And he doing it the way so many people do nowadays. They got to put everything out there for everybody to see. You got one half of people saying he doing it for attention. You got some people doing saying he need, he trying to get everybody help. And then you got another group of people that are saying, what the hell going on up in there? I don't really care. That's what's going on. And I ain't mean to drop it on you like that, but... Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. Uh. (laughs) I'll take that applause. Y'all a little late with that shit, but yeah, I'll I'll take it. That's a very good thing. It's just Kanye again. Like you don't know. Yeah, like like Taylor was saying, you, you just don't know. Yeah, but you don't hear me though. Yeah. Which one are you that getting? Tells, bro, we, we have to take responsibility for our household. Period. I see where my man was going with it, and I see where you going with it. You're right. He's lost it. But what are we gonna do to get to to get from getting to a point where we lose it? Right? Are we are we willing to stick it out? Are we willing to make it work? Are we willing to do the work that it takes so that you can stay in the household with your kids? Right? You, ident- you probably should identify whether you should have been having 
kids with, with a whore anyway Ooh. in the first place. Hey, that's funny because that's exactly what I was thinking. How you gonna how you gonna have kids by somebody knowing who they are, and then when they start being who they are, now you all of a sudden don't want it. It's you know what I mean. That's a tough one. Well, yeah. you know what? You, you make a good point because you got two people that are together. Now you caveated and made up some of the nicest beats in you know in hip hop. But then you got this other person that he's with or his ex-wife who's claimed the fame, who has made a profession of by getting beat down by a, another guy. That's their profession. That's that's what put on the map. Oh, you mean Oh, you mean be, you mean beat down Oh, oh, I'm not even talking about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. She took that yeah. LD. Clapped up. Oh, huh. Cla- clapped up, yes. She took some them. LD on camera. <laughs> yeah. That's, it. That's, that's, what, that's what put her on the, in the limelight. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting smashed by another man. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you made a whole lot of money. Good career, I guess. But that's her claim to fame. It has morphed into many things. Yeah, yeah. And he does not want that for his daughter. He sees yeah. the writing on the wall. He saw the playbook, you know? Well, yes. Well, you know they pushing the brand. Some are arguing that they're pushing the brand because That's what they do. The, the boys are taking a the boys are taking a back seat, the sons. <laughs> you don't see them getting posted up there and all that stuff on social media. It's the females, like the the men associated with the Kardashians. You don't really see them that much. There's uh, folks that have said that, as far as looking at their social media analytics and stuff like that, they're constantly pushing the Kardashian women. So sons aren't really shown. Uh, husbands and brothers, nah, not really shown. Well, the apple, the apple don't fall far from the tree. Hmm. We didn't have a woman of the year who I swear back in the 70s was on the Wheaties box. <laughs> <laughs> this Come man. On now. Woman of the motherfucking year. <laughs> oh, God. oh, gosh. Why y'all do this? I swear I saw him on the Wheaties box when I was young. With the javelin and everything. Oh. He said, wait, he said with the jab. <laughs> yes, I, I use nigga. I put the H on it to emphasize it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo! Hey, and I'm going to tell you like this. Wheaties was some nasty ass cereal. Hey, we were tearing that junk up, son. <laughs> I like Cheerios. <laughs> Look, we up there telling ourselves it tastes good. Yeah, man. This shit, this shit ain't half bad. As you look at the box to you know, help me through this. Yeah, um, Wheaties is nasty, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that Wheaties box. It's the it's the Kardashian way, right? It it is it is it is the mother. The mother was a whore, and she teaches her daughters to go find the richest nigga you possibly can, attach yourself to him. And use him for everything you could get out of him, and then move on. Yeah. Mm. Don't don't think that that ain't gonna happen to them girls. That's that Medusa action. The play, it's the like you said, it's the play. It's in the playbook. Mm. That is the playbook. Mm-hmm. He trying to stop, he trying to stop it, but he he participated in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, he, he, he wiped her. Yeah. Wife, wiped her. <laughs> I'm uh, those digits. All right. Speaking about. Hey, she got a BBL. Yeah. Who? She yes, she did. BBL. Yes, she did, Stevie. She didn't get a BBL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? He BBL. He said oh. she got the BBL. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's using it now. <laughs> the gears, the gears. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, she went and got that BBL." Man, oh. we helping the brand right now. What's next? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm tired of talking about these motherfuckers. No, we we we're talking about an, another another young lady. I gotta find this. She has a different view. She kind of got a different view on things. Uh, let me see if I can. Oh, here it is. I'm going to play. I'm gonna play it right here like this. Cause I, I think I think folks might might kind of find this interesting. I don't know. It might just be me, but we'll see. Hold on, I gotta find it. I please my man in every way, all the ways. Wake him up. He gets to nuts before he leaves out the door. He's leaving empty nuts. <laughs> At work, I am calling him like, "Come outside. It's your lunch break. It's time for you to get your nut off." When he gets home, he's getting fed. He is getting another nut and one before bed or two if he's lucky. That's it. That's a secret. I make sure that my man nuts at least six or seven times a day. Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hey, why are y'all he clapping for that? Stop it. Y'all clapping this shit. Man. God damn. Man, open a spoon. Oh, man. Yes, I, I use nigga. I put the H on it to emphasize it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a hot topic. What say you? Don't all jump on, <laughs> jump on this one at once. Man, uh, the podcast night. Yeah. I'm a, look, look, I'm going to tell you, I think that lady's a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> that <laughs> look, look, look. Like, is, did she if, give a nut willingly? If, if I get a nut, I don't don't even touch me after that. Yeah, don't right? touch. <laughs> like, if you touch me, I just think you're basically a serial killer in training because you you're trying to make no, no, no. What I thought was funny, she done went all up to the man's job talking about some come outside now. Damn. <laughs> I, I think she's crazy. And yes. I would like yes, to know dear. where she lives so I can talk to her personally and introduce to... her to Jesus, to Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would like to take her oh, to church. You know what? Just for that comment, man, I got to give you the Mama Suko Award, man. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it, no, seriously. I, I do. Because I was, yeah. Stop acting like a fucking hood rat and bring your black ass home. You've you been all been gone for three damn days, four days. Like you don't care nothing about nobody. You like you don't use this no more. So get your black ass home because I had cooked Nabone. I had cooked uh, uh, ham hock and pinto bean and buttermilk cornbread yesterday. Wait, no, you to bring your ass home. You out running around with your hood rat ass buddies. That would, that would be us. The hood red ass still got the cornbread, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that hot brother, that hot water cornbread, man. <coughs> nah, man, really. That you let said all that to lead up to the fact that you just want to knock on her door and say hi. Can I talk to you Shit, about man, the, the, the like powers? Four or five nuts a day to survive or something like. 
to survive. You can't go past five. Who, who told you that? What is she a vampire or some shit? Like she needs it six times a day. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, happy wife, happy life. You know what I mean? Shit. This motherfucker's like Petro. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, I gotta go home. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? She said, I, hey, boss. I, she said, I gotta go outside. I gotta go outside. I'll be, I'll, be, like, I'll be right back. Yeah, you don't understand, man. I'm not home. I'll be like, y'all had smoke breaks? I do this. You know what I'm saying? Leave me the fuck alone, man. Like, <laughs> I think Dr. T want to say I something. Think, <laughs> I think that is a nice Christian woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think that woman need to open up a school. <laughs> Show other women proper protocol. CB, you got to tell me this, man. What's the name of the school? Just tell me. Oh. No, 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 no. What's the name of this school here? This uh, this school that she's going to open up. What's what's the name of it? That Dell Academy. The Nut Factory. The Nut Factory. That's like some old R. Kelly type shit, man. I don't know about that one, bro. The trade school and shit. Plus, teach your man how to nut five times. She's a nut factory. Dr. T, from a medical perspective, uh, what say you? <laughs> That's I know this isn't your uh, Medic- forte. Yeah, medically. But, you know, she, she sounds like she gets you a cracking, too. Jeez. This, 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 this all I'm going to say about that, bro. I, I, I applaud her willingness without question. I, I applaud her willingness to. I think that was we had some conversation about. That. I applaud her willingness to please. But I want I want us to think about this, especially as we as we age, as we mature. And and one thing we need to teach our sons: your your life, your your seed, is your life force. That seed is used to bring life into this world. You need to be careful how you use it. You need to be careful how you use it and how you waste it. And that's just, and that's where I'm gonna leave that because think about this, high ath- high performing athletes are typically not allowed to bust one before they go perform, right? That's kind of a no-no, right? Before a football player, a baseball player, an athlete, you try not to have sex before you go and perform. Right, because it changes your hormone regulation. You get a spike of testosterone, right? A spike of a lot of different hormones at that time. And then, like my man said at the end, leave me alone. I don't even want you to touch me. That means all of your hormones plummet. Everything, your life force is out. You have become empty. And basically, she is draining this dude all day of his vital life source. So he has nothing. He won't look at nothing. You know, she, that's a form of control to me. I'm trying to control this dude by keeping him completely on E so he doesn't look at any other female. He won't want to go anywhere, and I'll be able to get him to do whatever the fuck I want him to do because I'm draining him six or seven times a day. Be careful what you do with your life force, bro. And that is why I never became a pro athlete, right there. <laughs> I was so close. They were chasing me down. Yeah, whatever. That I mean, it, it, that's that's stuff makes sense, man. 
but let but let me but let me clarify let me clarify just on that too, brother. Not pro athlete, but one of the strongest thing a man have is his purpose. What are you here to do, right? And that that shit also takes you off of your purpose, because if you thinking about just sex all day and you thinking about oh she about to come to my job and she about to get me another on my job, what kind of job you got like that? Dude, probably a garbage man, and she chopping them off and he smell like shit. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm being, I'm being facetious, bro. You know what I'm saying? But you getting taken off of your purpose. Yeah. What is your purpose? What are you here to do? What are you trying to accomplish? What is your goal? What are you trying to do that this is taking you away from? So when you have that, when you have that session, when you have that time, you have to go into that with intention. She's just willy nilly. And we also didn't even identify whether or not they were even married or not. Mm. So then that adds a whole nother level to that situation. I, I, was, a, I was a garbage man for uh, a time in my life. Yeah, and we need that. We appreciate that, brother. We you know, we need I people mean, to do I those jobs. Money, but I wasn't trying to get none in between. <laughs> hey, he set that thing up, man. He set that up. <laughs> That's straight comedy. Basically, oh, you was going all through motherfuckers' trash. No, that's no, because back in the day, you had to have a big barrel and you had to go to people's backyard and bring dump their trash in your barrel and bring it to the trash truck where mm-hmm. it did all the ink and ink and, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So people who, who 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 like I have a thing, I freeze all garbage. You if freeze it? The garbage disposal, I freeze it. And the night before the trash goes out, all those freezers, the, all the, all those bags is in the freezer, it goes in the trash. Because if you put it in the trash, you're leaving it out for, you know, vermin and whatever. If you if you put it in your in your household trash, it'll stink. It's it's rotting meat or whatever it is. So, but I do that because I will pick up these barrels, these people with this trash, and I will feel stuff leaking on me. Ooh. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I have uh, have much respect for sanitation engineers, man, because especially in the summer, okay? Really? Woo! In the summer, dang. everything is lit up by 10, you know? <laughs> and then you think those things attract ants, so I've lifted up garbage pails, and they're sitting on an ant bed, and then they, these ants start biting me on the neck. Right. You know? I mean, I did it in high school. It paid really well. But cool. it, and I did it like I think I was 13, 14, 15. About my 16th year when I can get that good Burger King job. You said CB, not to cut you off while I'm doing it. You said that you see some interesting things. Oh. <laughs> That's garbage. People are nasty, man. People are nasty. 
So like what so like what's like one of the nastiest things you've ever oh seen? Like, well it was just garbage. You know, gar people not separating the garbage mm -hmm. from the trash. Oh, okay. All that okay. stuff. You know, I, I thought you were gonna say you saw like a dead body or a squirrel or some oh, shit. No. Man, I mean I've seen dead bodies, but no, nah, not in the garbage. Gotcha. You know. It was just more like a stinky like literally when mm -hmm. I finished, I would go they would drop me off in front of my house. I would get to the larger room, the pantry stripped down naked. I had like a robe set up in there and marched straight to the shower because yeah. it, it just felt so nasty, you know. Okay. So, um, I can't, I can't imagine being ass. broken off. Ass right there. <laughs> I can't imagine being broken off smelling that bad. You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, literally hot garbage juice. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she just down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just down there just <laughs> one off. Yeah, glizzying it up. I, I, I don't I, care. I needed all my seed at that time, man. I needed to be on my game. In the dogs, all that stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I see the point. But when when I was a younger person, uh, that little five, six times a day girl, she was. You know, I, I didn't gave my life to Jesus. <laughs> I think her man still will be. <laughs> you know, she get an old dude. She getting some old old dude. He gonna die on it. I want to enter the Cole Smith's husband last when they got married. Yeah, just like he loved. But like he said, you know, life force. She draining yeah. that old ass, draining him up. Yep. Like, well, and the system is not designed for him to give out that much seed before something happens. Yeah, he'll have ball collapse if you don't know nothing well, about it. Or, or have children. <laughs> yeah, you get that ball That's collapse. That's what for. A ball lapse. <laughs> yeah, collapse. You ain't never had ball collapse? Ball you gotta, lapse. You got to hear Charlie Murphy <laughs> talk about that. He did that in uh, stand-up, you know what I'm saying? Rest in power. But yeah, man. That was, uh, that's some yeah, that's pretty interesting. Random-ish, Dr. Brooks, do you remember it was a, uh, we were going to do a random-ish man on the street. <laughs> and yeah, this was really, and I gave you a, I gave you a topic. I don't remember what it was. It was a good one either. too. It was a good one. Somebody give me a random-ish joint. Something happened during the week. Everybody got them. I got some random. Okay. If Dr. Brooks had your glasses on right now, he'd look like DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> God. Random. Oh, gosh. Brand, brand new phone. <laughs> That's so messed up. Hey, the random ish, the random ish, really this week is. I can't stop. What's up with all man. these? NBA niggas in the guns, nigga. Like, oh man, come on. John Kemp, John Kemp, he took a shot oh, in yeah. here. It was self defense. Now oh. all of a sudden he's out there shooting again. I guess he went back oh, in the shit, league. Shit. <laughs> it was. They did call it self defense. Yeah, self defense. John, John Morant toting the <laughs> toting the tiniest twenty two <laughs> in the football <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I let Memphis get to him. Hey, he was hitting him with that pew 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 pew. He really yeah. trying to do the drill music. He had a pew pew. <laughs> I saw a, 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 a <laughs> go ahead. It was an airsoft. Hold up, what? What? I what? said he had a BB gun. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> I thought somebody said somebody. It was an airsoft joint. 
I was like, what? He had a pellet gun out there posing in the club. That's dumb. <laughs> did y'all see how caught? Did y'all see the video of Sean Kemp? Like the aftermath, I guess it was. Thanks did you see how calm he was? He like threw his gun in the bush, got <laughs> in the car. What? <laughs> Did you yeah. see? You didn't see the video? Wait, wait, he wait. He was calm as shit. Yeah, that was reported though. He threw the gun in the bush. Yo, that man was Bro, on. Was he was on cruise control, yeah, man. He was on autopilot. That's what that was. Yeah, just like this, this ain't no thing. Yeah, he was like, oh and yeah, like bitch the cops or some shit like that. Like, like she was flagging him down. Yo, take that junk apart. Be just throwing pieces as you walk. But he just like knew he's like, I ain't in trouble. I ain't in trouble. <laughs> Because apparently like, they stole the shit and he had an air tag and he went to the mall with his gun <laughs> and then confronted them. They fired first, allegedly, and mm. got back. He knew he was in Tacoma, though, so he, at least he had his gun. He was smart. <laughs> oh, that happened in Tacoma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was back on the turf, boy. Yeah. He was back but out was, there. And his ride was nice too. What was that a pan- panorama? How you say that shit? The four door Porsche. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Sean Kemp. Look, he like four months pregnant. Yo, I yo, I noticed that. Yo, this was he way bigger than he was when they went on strike. He did. Get back, I'm gonna go jogging when this show is over in honor of that. Fuck that. <laughs> Why? Because once again, you up here eating. You got wine too. You got wine this time too. Nice glass of nice glass of wine. Yo, this man be every show, this man does this, man. Pinky up and just be eating, you know, cordon bleu. You gotta like that. Damn Dr. Brooks. Yeah, what kind of that? And look, then he just keep eating. I should hit mute on your junk right now. Don't say shit for the rest of the night. Y'all be y'all be messing with me. See? No, that's it's a difference between <laughs> dinner and yeah. snacks. Come on, man. Where them uh, <laughs> where them Hitchcock Hancock glasses at, man? Gone th- <laughs> I need to borrow yeah, them, yeah. Jones. I ain't had my eyes dilated yet. My wife can come down here and get me. <laughs> this shit hurt, man. This shit ain't no joke, man. <clears throat> yeah, you'll be back out there on, on the streets shortly. I'm trying to find this damn shooting thing. On Sean Kemp? Yeah. It's in the comments. Oh, man. There's a picture, a meme. Oh, I see him. Okay, this the one. With Sean Kemp, John Morant, and Gilbert Arenas in like an old Buick doing a (laughs) drive-by. Is it a saber? (laughs) I don't know who did it, but it was hilarious. No, it's not my car. It's a beautiful saber. (laughs) No, she's stupid. It was a saber. Oh, this the footage. Just the footage, right here. I'm I'm trying to watch the footage. Y'all don't mind me. Why don't you describe what's happening right now? Uh, no, nah, forget that. Y'all seen the shit. <laughs> I'm talking about our listeners. <laughs> no. that's, who, that's who I was talking to. All twelve. <laughs> All shit. No, it ain't. Our people up in Bucharest, where they they be on it. They letting us know what's good. Um. Oh yeah, that's the nice little Panamera they're showing. Panamera. Panamera. Yeah. I almost said Panera. Uh, okay, I can't tell what just went down with that. Oh, and then he bouncing. Oh, yeah. snap. 
Yeah, oh, but like no, I, that's why I was like, oh, this can't be the part. I mean, he just got in there like, do do do, make sure my windows crack. Okay, cool. And then he like, and I'm out. And he didn't even like, like nope. blown out. He just it's like he just finished playing golf. Yeah, he's like, let me get on out of here and get back to the spot. Dang. Why is he wearing a big ass red? Why is he wearing a big ass red vest though? Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he knew it was about to go down. He was like, oh. you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> he was taking a, a page out of a, a old fifty cent book. <laughs> Bruh, please tell me you looking at a screen or something. <laughs> Don't it look like he uh oh he look Jesus. Jesus. Don't kick in. <laughs> <laughs> look how, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Brooks is gone, y'all. He he is out there. This man was looking no, at the no, receiver. No, no, no. I'm trying to see the raw video where he dumps his gun, but I'm not seeing him ever dump the gun. Oh, you look at oh, no. a shit. Oh, okay. I was like, yo, it looks like well, he's because, looking straight up into the air. Well, because I got a screen here and then a screen here, and then I got right. a big-ass oh, flat screen somebody on the wall. Don't. Why are y'all clapping for that shit, man? There we go. I got, I got booze people coming trying to come through. <laughs> your crowd, your crowd is a little hype though. I wouldn't have <coughs> up here flexing like that. Nobody's trying to hear all that. Man. You know, I got a screen here, and I got a screen here, and then I got a screen over here. I think I got a screen at your house. Yeah, I got screens everywhere. Yeah, get out of here with that shit, man. Hey, you know what's something that uh, we ought to talk about? Did you see that bank, Silicon Valley Bank, failed in California? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let, this is about to be a scary next level shit. So Silicon Valley Bank folded and the feds had to come and buy it and rescue it. Long story short, they bought, you know, a bank doesn't really have the money that they loan out. Sure. So if, I can't remember what the numbers are exactly. It's a shell game. But for, yeah, for every $10,000 they have, they get the loan out. And these are totally hypothetical numbers. They get the loan out 15, which means 5,000 of that they don't even have in that scenario that I'm painting for you. Yeah. So what happens if the people with the 10 in the bank come to get their 10 out? Well, now the bank don't have, now it's a 100% a shell game. So why does that matter? Why, why does understanding that philosophy or that approach matter? Well, apparently SVB bought a bunch of bonds with their customers' deposits, U.S. Treasury bonds. Oh. The Treasury bonds are not maturing at the rate that they are now. So because the economy is kind of funkier, you can make more on interest on a treasury bond now than you could 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. Okay. Well, somebody asked for their money back. So they had to give them their money. And then they were having trouble and it was because the amount of the deposit they wanted exceeded what they had. Because they cannot make the amount of money on treasury bonds now. What, what is happening? <laughs> you know exactly what's happening. 
Big Snack. Big Snack is doing it, man. Stevie the Snack Man. Stevie the Snack Man. That's exactly what this shit is. He don't know he he don't know we can hear him. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, this is terrible, man. Like you know what? I'm about to mute it. I'm about to mute this joint. That's terrible. What? (laughs) We heard you getting the snacks. But the reason this matters is because so as the as the customers made their run on the bank to get their deposits out because SVB was having difficulties. You have to ask yourself how many, and I think it's the second one in the last week that this happened with, how many other banks are that, are, are, are not liquid that extreme to the point where if one person go for their deposits, then all of a sudden the bank is in trouble. And how does this affect, because of Silicon Valley, how does this affect, let's say, a tech company whose deposit is there? Because FDIC only insure you up to like 250000 Well, if you're a tech company doing business in Silicon Valley and you bank with them and you got hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank and you got a heavy-ass payroll that you got to make, all of a sudden now you're talking about a company not able to pay payroll. So... This shit with SVB is serious and it's a little scary. But that that shit happens all the time, though. Yeah, to for be sure. honest, to be honest with you, bro, it it happens a whole lot more than you know and a whole lot more than we see, especially with these banks. But it's usually on a smaller scale. I'd be I'd be very interested to look at the asset breakdown of that bank because I would probably be willing. I would probably be willing to bet that there was some cryptocurrency uh, assets that they had a lot, probably a lot more than they are willing to withhold or or, or share at this point. And it will be very similar to that uh, that crash with FTX. that shell bank that they, they yeah 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 when when they ran that right. And people wanted their money. People came for their assets, mm-hmm. and the bank doesn't have it. So then they got to liquidate. So that, that's also funny that you mentioned that. But just from um, just from an investing perspective, one that's you should keep all in the bank. First of all, that, that's that's one thing. Second of all, that just kind of brings you into thinking about how to secure your assets, right? How how do you uh, what is what is another way to help secure your liquid money or your liquid cash is something that does that appreciates and the the market for the precious metals has blown up since that bank has went under people have people have taken their money and pulled their money and started putting it into the precious metals which is kind of what you know everybody should have you know in just being diverse in, in your in your portfolio so buy a bunch of gold things. Said, got it understood <laughs> hey right but there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of people that are hitting up places like Epmec, uh ap max and a few other spots bro buying a lot of precious metals and putting their money into something that uh that they know will be able to hold its value over time as opposed to basically loaning your money to a bank who is basically just turning around and flipping your shit and you're getting pennies on the dollar if less than pennies on a dollar 
for keeping your money sitting there in that bank. So if it ain't moving, if your money ain't moving, it's called currency for a reason. If it ain't moving, if you ain't moving it around, and if you ain't using things that give you an opportunity to make money and flip it the same way they do when they flip your money, then you basically just loaning it to them for free. <clears throat> if is this can I can I share can I share a tip on here? I mean, I'm like I'm not no investment you know investment guy by no means. Go right ahead. <clears throat> but have y'all ever heard of the concept of CD stacking? CD stacking? So, CD stacking, yeah. So not not the CDs that we used to stick in our no, car no, or in our walk or our walkman and ride with them joints, right? Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so right now, CDs have a very high rate of return on them right now, but they're you the 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 longer you have it in there, right? Obviously, the more interest you'll be able to pull off of it. So the concept of CD stacking is like right now, Discover. You know, you can just look at whoever will give you the best rate on the CD. But on a on a CD right now, you're getting four and a half percent. Right? Where where else where else are you gonna get four and a half percent? The only other place you're gonna get close to that is on a high yield savings account. Right? So if you go and say, let's say I got ten thousand that's just sitting in the savings and I don't need it. I know I won't need it within a year. Put it in a seat, put it in a, uh, put it in a CD. And, and you can, and, and the, the concept of stacking the CDs is you do them at different time increments. So let's say, let's say you got, let's just say an even number like $20,000, right? You got $20,000 that might be sitting in, an account in a savings account, whatever, you don't necessarily need it. You just put a little bit to the side every month or whatever, however you save it. You could take that money and put it into a CD. So you get one CD at 12 months and let's say you put uh, 15,000 in it or you put 10,000 in that. So you put 10,000 in a 12 month CD at 4%, 4.5% yield. After 12 months, you're gonna get all the interest that that gained. And it locks you in right now, right? When the rate is high. Because those rates are going to go up and they're going to go down. But right now they're high. Uh -huh. And so you lock that in. And then you go get another one at six months with $5,000. You put that in at six months, right? Get that return off six months. And you put another one in at three months. So now you took $20,000 and you put it in three different time CDs so in three months, like let's say you anticipate something may happen, you have access to some money within three months. You got 5,000 will be rolling back over to you or you could put it back into the CD at whatever the newest interest rate is. If the new interest rates are lower, then you just take your money out. If the interest rates are higher, you put your money back in because you ain't touching it anyway. So the concept is called CT CD stacking. And so, yes, you are loaning your money to the bank, but they're giving you the highest rate of return on any product that exists out there. And you don't have to worry about dealing with the volatility of 
the stock market and day trading and all of that type of stuff because you lock in that rate at that time. So at that point, guys, <clears throat> you, you, you're just looking at mail. It's called like mailbox money, right? That's what they do. You just keep that money moving because if it's just sitting there and it's gaining 0.02% in your Navy federal account, right? It ain't doing shit That's for the Navy favor. That's the Navy favor. Yeah. And that's where they want you to keep it. Right, because they'll say, "Oh, you know, we'll, we'll let you stick it in there, and, and then we'll even give you a little credit card too, we'll give you a high limit on that little credit card." Oh. And then all we're doing is spending, mm-hmm. and we're not gaining anything from that. So, that's just a thought. Again, <clears throat> don't invest. I'm not a I'm not an investment guy, but don't invest money that you can't that you can't afford to. You know, it's kind of like gambling. Don't gamble with money that you need to pay your rent. Back. If it's something that you just got sitting there and you want to let that money work for you, then let it work for you. But dealing with that everyday checking account shit, everyday checking, everyday savings, that ain't doing nothing for you. OPM, other people's money. Use it. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that. This is a long episode, but man, we gems are being dropped. Um... CB, I'd, I'd be interested in, in hearing your take on that. So, I mean, I mean, we discuss what I do. Basically, um, I do trade. And what I do is um, to buy, for me to buy stocks, um, they have to pay a dividend. And they have to pay a dividend that is as close to how I'm getting paid in my job. So, basically, all the stocks that I have, they pay monthly dividends and I do the research on them and they have had to have paid a monthly dividend since back in 2018. Right. So basically all I do is, you know, I, every payday I have so much that I put in. And then at the beginning of the month, I have so much that I put in close to about 15% of what I make. And, um, I target stocks, uh, and uh, they have to pay. My target goal is for it to be at least uh, eight cents for every five dollars. Okay, for me to invest in a stock, and they have to be from between one dollar and twenty dollars. So those are the stocks I'm working on, and pretty much they're ETFs, ETNs, and REITs. All right. Good old REITs. Tra- yeah, exchange traded funds, uh, real estate investment trust. And um, uh, REITs, by law, have to pay 90% of our earnings back to the shareholders. So what I do is I target each one of them. My target goal for each one of the stocks is 1,000 shares. Right? Um, once I get 1,000 shares, I start moving in and bringing in a new stock. And I, I've, I've gotten up to like just about $35,000, $40,000. Then I get bored, cash out, and start at $10,000 again. Now, I made a, a nice little bit of money over the last couple of years. Um, so the theory is this. Uh, the stock is $5 a share, and it's paying $0.10 cents for every share. It's paying it monthly. I want to maximize, and I want to get that stock to 1,000 shares. So for $5, a $5,000 investment, I'm making approximately $100 a month. And then after a year, I would have made $1,200. <clears throat> and you can't get that type of return off savings you know 
uh, what I'll use is called a dividend reinvestment plan or a reinvestment plan yep. where a drip, yeah, where it automatically buys more shares when the dividends pay out. So, you know. Um, Look at the drip. Look at the drip. Follow the drip. Follow the drip. Yeah. So, this is the goal is that uh, my, my retirement, 10 stocks, um, having 1,000 shares of 10 stocks, paying at least 10 cents or more per share. And you know, it's not hard to do. You'll, 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 and then after I get the ten, uh, get the uh, ten stocks at a thousand shares each, I'll turn the drip off, and I'll just have that money being paid back to me. The thing I like about stocks are stocks are willable. You're paying ownership in um, businesses, and it should be looked at more than money. You, you look at it like ownership. So I haven't went wrong. I mean, some months I'm up to like a thousand dollars a month in dividend um, investments. Sometimes I'll, you know, I'll uh, I'll sell some stock. I, I mean, I bought a Mustang cash because it cost me what, like eleven thousand dollars. I just sold some stock. Um, the uh, the AC unit went out back in 2020. I just paid ten thousand dollars and got it fixed. So I'm always on it. And the closer I get to retirement, the more I'll go full bore. But you know, for me, as far as investment goes, it has to pay me as frequently, as close to as frequently as my uh, my job does. So that cuts out a whole bunch of stocks. And then when you start really doing the research, you'll find out what bullshit stocks are. Like I was talking to somebody. And they were talking about uh, Apple. Oh, it's a good stock. Well, Apple pays, I think it's like 24 cents a share every quarter. Okay. And Apple share price, I think now it's probably 120 to $130. So for one share of Apple, I could get, um, I could get, uh, what, 20, 22, 23 shares of a stock called CRF, which is an ETF. That stock pays me 11 cents a share monthly. Okay, so when you look at the math for that one share of Apple, I can get a stock that's going to buy me an extra share every month. All right. So you and, and I tell you, when I first um, got onto this, I had a, uh, I had done some research in my finance class to get my master's, <clears throat> and it really frustrated me because I thought I was going to learn how to make money for myself. And I, when I took it in and, you know, he started talking about the dividends and everything, and I said, oh, he's not teaching me to make money for myself. He's teaching me to be able to research and provide information to a company so the company can fill their position. It's up to me to learn how to make money for myself. So that's when I, like, read one book, which led me to another book. She got up to about 10 books, and, you know, I came out with a strategy. Now, this is one strategy. There are probably thousands on the market, but it works for me, and um, I get a nice little dividend every month. You know, off money that I would have had in savings, making nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So I'm yeah. thinking so, if you tackle the two the, the two techniques that were discussed tonight, you might be on to CD stacking. Yeah. You, you, you can have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I appreciate my man dropping them gems in here as well, bro. You know, I think that's one of the biggest things that we have to do, you know, especially as as a people. 
uh, you know, you, you, gone are the days of sticking money in in a safe or up underneath the mattress or whatever the, TV, the case may have yeah. been for <laughs> for TV, a rainy wait, day. Wait for people to catch it after you die. Yeah, inside the TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and like you said, with the willable stuff, bro, what are, what are we leaving? What are we leaving for future generations? Are we setting them up for success? Or are we trying to figure out who's going to start the GoFundMe page when your ass die yeah. and figure out who's going to bury you? Yeah. You know, and pay off all your debts. Mm. And, and then, and then he, he speaks right because not only do I have stuff in the market, I got land, you know, other things going on. So it, it really is a thought. It's like, man, if, if I were to be cold tomorrow, you know, what would they have? What what assets would they have that would allow them to go forward and even be more successful? And uh, in the end, that's what it's all about. Mm. Hey, bro, I'm taking I'm taking my gold with me like two time comedy. You heard me. Lay it up with it. Tell you. <laughs> they can't have shit. They can't have my go up taking it with me. Sure. But, but you know what? There's there's another argument that you know I was I was left nothing. It made me more hungry. Yeah. You know. So there's 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 different Make ways to look at. It. Make them yeah. hungry. I I will always say this, but I, what I owe my children is an education. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, as far as being a father, I owe them an education. And I owe them the seed of being able to, you know, <clears throat> um, go out there and make their dreams come true. Yeah. Now, I ain't saying that's going to be easy, Next. but, you know, that education is the foundation. Generational wealth does not specifically mean money. Mm. There you go. It could yeah. be positioning. Well, it's resources. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I never thought about yeah. it like that. That is a fucking brilliant way of looking at it. It's resources. Mm-hmm. Your your ability. There's a book that I that I read, probably like 25 years ago, and it's called uh, "A Framework for Understanding Poverty" by, by Dr. Ruby Payne. And um, it's not a it's 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 an informational book, but basically it um it earmarks all of the levels of uh, wealth, or you know, it, it goes from poverty all the way to wealth, and how we're brought up in uh in our situations. And what we're always reacting to is our skill set and how to deal with the resources we have on hand. Meaning, I I couldn't tell you how to go apply for food stamps. Okay, never had to do that. But someone who has uh, been able to do that knows that skill. Well, they were brought up in a in a in another level. That's the resource that they know. Yeah. You know, it's always been about resources and how you capitalize on those resources. Man, I think that's 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 a beautiful way. Because if not, we could sit there and be. This will be our three, four hour show, and we don't we don't want to do that to people. Also, we're gonna start doing uh, shorts, stuff like that. Gotta give a big old thanks to uh, Doctor Double T, also known as Tristan Tom. I mean, I'm just playing. You, you're nothing like him. I want to thank you for coming on the show. CB was in the house. Cad was up in here. Dr. Brooks was all up in the building. King Dino and everybody else. You know what I mean? And everybody else. This has been another fine episode of All That Ish. Follow us on Instagram, Fanbase, Facebook, and Twitter 
at allthatish underscore official. And give us a call at 757-504-0829. This episode has been brought to you in part by Greg's Knuckles. We pickled them just right. Put some sauce on it. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> and Back Crack Right. That's right. We crack your back so it can get right. But we're no good at it. Take care. Flawless victory.